for a space, they scan the great expanse below them with eager eyes. It spread, remoter and remoter, with only a few clusters of sere thorn bushes here and there, and the dim suggestion of some now waterless ravine to break its desolation of yellow grass. Its purple distances melted at last into the bluish slopes of the further hills, hills it might be of a greener kind, and above them, invisibly supported, and seeming indeed to hang in the blue, with snow-clad summits of mountains that grew larger and bolder to the northwestward as the sides of the valley grew together. And westward the valley opened until a distant darkness under the sky told where the forests began. But the three men looked neither east nor west, but only steadfastly across the valley. The gaunt man with the scarred lip was the first to speak. Nowhere, he said, with a sigh of disappointment in his voice. But after all, they had a full day's start. They don't know we're after them, said the little man on the white horse. She would know, said the leader bitterly, as if speaking to himself. Even then they can't go fast. They've got no beast but the mule, and all today the girl's foot has been bleeding. The man with the silver bridle flashed a quick intensity of rage on him. Do you think I haven't seen that? he snarled. It helps anyhow, whispered the little man to himself. The gaunt man with the scarred lips stared impassively. They can't be over the valley, he said. If we ride hard... He glanced at the white horse and paused. 